Welcome back to another episode of the CJ Tour Podcast. I'm your host, Calvin Glenn Alexander, and thank you so much for listening to the 100th episode of the CJ Tour Podcast. Thank you so much if you've been a guest in the past, if you've given me any feedback, if you've gotten a hat or a t-shirt or anything like that as well too. I really appreciate it, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you for following me on Twitter or Instagram if you've done so already or not. And without further ado, I want to get to today's guest and the podcast I recorded with best friend of mine, Walter Agnich. We talked about the seven best sports memories that Walter has over the past two years since the podcast has started. And with episode 100, I went ahead with the normal intro and everything, so let's go ahead and hop to it. Thank you so much again. The CGA Tour, a podcast unlike any other. Now your host, Calvin Alexander. Welcome back to the latest episode of the CGA Tour. I'm your host, Calvin Alexander, and today I am on with um, friend, colleague, co-founder of BedlamBrother.com, but more importantly, my best friend, Walter Agnich. Walter, how's it going, man? <sighs> Calvin, I've missed your beautiful voice. It has been way too long. <laughs> how long How long has it been since that beautiful night in San Diego that we went out to my favorite bar of all time? feels like it's been 10 years how long's it been i mean it's it's gonna it's gonna be a year here before too long um that was um that was memorial day weekend of 2019 so it's it's gonna catch up here pretty quick gotta plan another trip i guess yeah i know i'm gonna come see you soon don't worry don't worry where are you where are you you're in detroit now yeah it's crazy i mean uh yeah for anyone who doesn't know um yeah i'm i'm living in detroit or royal oak michigan (laughs) Hey, I figured out why, Calvin, you moved to Detroit. It wasn't okay. to get away from me. I found I figured okay. out. I was watching Netflix. And I'm, I'm not going to say the show or anything like that. I watched the show, and they have a steakhouse in Detroit that's also a guy's club that is a combo bathhouse. Did not know this. This is brand new info. Very, very random. And I'm like, that's why Calvin moved to Detroit. No, I had yeah, no idea. No, What's no, the name no. of it, Walter? You want to drop it for the podcast? I don't want to drop the name. I'll get them to sponsor the an episode I, or three? Yeah, well, I mean, that, that'll be further down, the road, further down the line. I was just watching it. I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. That's they can, why Calvin uh, now lives in Detroit. They could sponsor the uh, upcoming t-shirt logo? Yeah, yeah. But back to our trip, for the people that don't know, you took me to a hidden tiki bar that was, I thought, coolest idea i'd ever seen before in my life and i remember getting to the tiki bar i don't remember much after that because we had so much fun um i remember do do you remember the name of it because honestly the names the name is is tiki it's like it's definitely tiki barish but it's not just tiki bar it's a different name grass skirt yep yep that's it i remember that because the manager there who was absolutely the coolest, said we were the coolest table he'd had in I don't know how long. And he gave us free cups because he liked us so much. He brought us, he literally brought us presents and we had not paid for anything to this point. We had ordered several no. drinks, I will say that yeah, for sure. No. Yeah, we did. So he probably knew he was getting a large tip, but it wasn't like we had ordered, we didn't order dinner, you know, like no. a full on dinner or anything like that. We were just getting drinks. No. So it wasn't going to be. Oh, uh, yeah. It was just—it was just the nicest yeah. guy in the world, to be honest. Yeah, no, he was. And then I remember afterwards, briefly, we went to another place. I don't remember the name of that place. Um, I remember 
getting lost at that place. Um, you had to come and find me. Uh, meeting some Golden State Warrior fans, and then once they realized that I was an Oklahoma City Thunder fan, uh, they immediately regretted talking to me, and then they immediately had to say that they were fans before Kevin Durant. They said, there's so many bandwagon fans that they were the fans before that. They And then they, of course, referenced the Baron Davis-Steven Jackson team. And um, and then if I remember, the night ended by Scotty getting us thrown out of In-N-Out Burgers. That that sounds that right. Sounds, I mean, I don't know. Right, right? I yeah, I I'm pretty darn sure we got an Uber. I don't remember how we got back, but I don't. Yeah, no, we were safe. We were definitely we were, safe. Yeah, we're definitely worry. safe for sure. We were definitely safe. Yeah, we were definitely safety top priority here. We're we're less yeah, than we're four minutes into the podcast. Want to make sure everyone knows we were safe. Safe. We were safe. But Scotty did something at but In-N-Out. Scotty and did something in and out. We're we're all at least all of us together. You, Scotty, myself, and Lee are not allowed into In and Out anymore. Together, all at once. We can go separately, just not together. Yeah, yeah. What a shame. What a shame. What a, what a shame. What a shame. But well, I mean, you guys come to Detroit, or I'll meet you halfway in St. Louis or Kansas City. You know? No, 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 no. We're coming to Detroit. I want to okay. see this bathhouse now. I want to see what made you come to Detroit. This bathhouse. <laughs> Man, I know my dad and like littlest brother Luke listen to the podcast, so I'm gonna have some explaining to do, man. It's no, it's not like it's not like it literally is a group of guys and they go and it's like a giant hot tub and then they eat steak afterwards. It's not like anything inappropriate. It's only guys and it's like a guy hangout club. They go and they sit in this giant jacuzzi. After they're done in the jacuzzi, they get up and they go upstairs and they eat steak. There's nothing inappropriate about it. Maybe back in the day it was, but not now. At least the Netflix show made it seem that way, that there, that there's nothing. So, there's na- nothing so now we're all good. Luke, there's your explanation. Don't need to ask Dad. We are all set to go, right? I'm a, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Shout out to Luke. Shout out to Luke. I miss him too. Luke Ransom Alexander, the LRA podcast, coming soon. Um, well, Walter, I got to ask you. So... I'm doing this so for the hundredth episode of the CJ Tour podcast. I'm doing kind of a couple podcasts leading up to it. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, it's been been a little less than two years, so it's been nice so far. But um, I wanted to ask you, since you're one of my closest friends here, your seven or more most important things that have happened in the past two years in sports. I know right now we're in an interesting time. I normally would just call you up and be like, Walter, how do you think the NBA playoffs are going to go, or how do you think? MLB season starting, or what do you think about the previous NFL season? What do you think about next year? But one, it's a it's a interesting time we're in, and two, I kind of want to ask you, you know what? It, it's been two years. This is the first time I've had you on a podcast. I'm so happy to have you on the CGA tour, at least. Of course, there were several, I don't know, hundred Bedlam Brother episodes, or however many we got to. But how many how many countless trips to Sweet Stillwater? How many times you drove to Stillwater? the KXCY studio. That yeah, was nice. And you know, nice. I, I tried driving there today for this, but uh, unfortunately <laughs> without you, they would not let you in. And I yeah. think they're shut down anyway. So. They're probably shut I down one. They're, they're probably not letting grad students, or excuse me, students who have graduated or alumni just roam around. Um, yeah, no. Or I should say alums, excuse me. But, but anyways, Walter, I wanted, to ask you about the pa- I wanted to ask you about the past two years. What are okay. the seven biggest sports stories to you? You know, I mean, this is completely to you personally. What stands out the most? This isn't, um, you know, what are the biggest stories? But what are the biggest stories stand out to you? So go ahead and lead us off here. Okay, these are in no particular order. Okay, I did not. I was not able to rank these. Okay. Okay. Let's just start the very first one that came to my mind. 
Tiger Woods winning the Masters. How cool was that scene in Augusta? All those people, all the, you know, some were self-inflicted wounds. Others were, you know, all his injuries. But for him to come back at the age that he was and be able to, you know, win arguably one of the greatest uh, championships in, in golf. I mean, it's one of the majors. But it's um, the Masters, too. I mean, it's, it's just master. so much into it of the spectacle, the whole thing. You know, I mean, it's... Like, I know, like, everyone knows what a green jacket is. You know, you don't yeah. have to, you can say that. That has, the words, the green jacket, have nothing to do with the sport of golf or whatever. And you don't play jackets when you wear golf even. But everyone knows what that is. It's so synonymous with the Masters. It happens always in April. And it's such an, it's such an amazing, like, spectacle to watch. You know, it's just, you got Jim Nance, I think it is, coming in, going, now coming up to the tee, we have Tiger Woods. Tiger Eldridge Woods coming up to the tee box on 18. And you've got, you know, you've got all that type of stuff going on. And it's just, it's, it's awesome. It's one of the best sports spectacles. And then Tiger Woods for you and I has been the golfer, right? Like he's been the guy. Um, I mean, what's your like first memory of, you know, Hey, Tiger Woods is playing, playing golf, you know? Uh, So I'd always been a fan of Tiger, but really when my passion for golf came, probably middle to high school and i'll tell you it was when he won that u.s open on his broken leg that is when i became an absolute big tiger woods fan where he had to play uh, rocco on that extra 18 in the in uh, the playoffs because they had mm. ended up tying um and he did it on a broken leg and like a torn acl or something he ended up he still yeah. won it that was absolute crazy and then just watching the masters i had uh, my family over for breakfast and none of them are golf fans uh, well, this is my in-law family. Of course, okay. some of the listeners know about my two idiot brothers. Um, they love sports and they love golf. Um, but they were just like, they were just like, who cares about this? This is a boring sport. This is boring. And then when Tiger hit that, I think it was on the 16th hole when he uh, ended up birdieing it. And that's really what sealed the deal for him. Um, what sealed the deal for him on 16th, they were just going absolute bananas. And they never watched golf. They said it was extremely boring. And then for him to actually win it, and then people that didn't even care about golf, um, to just watch that last round and fall in love with it, it's just a very special moment. Very it's special very, moment in sports. Very, very awesome. Very special moment in sports. And, I mean, Tiger's been the golfer for both of us. So, who's number Who's number two? Or what's the second? Oh, you know, okay. I know we're not going so, in order necessarily, but, you know, what's... Okay. Okay. So, we are going to go with the American Alliance Football League. How about that? The AAF makes the your AAF. makes your top seven sports yeah. stories in the best of years. How about that? Eddie Play doesn't even make it three weeks. Doesn't make it three weeks, does it? And Maybe he only Steve made Spurrier it three weeks. A fake ring for himself. Players trapped because they don't have money to go home. What an absolute debacle that was! Wait, tell me more about this. I I didn't remember the players were trapped. Yeah, well, they like so, didn't have uh, enough money to go home. Is what I'm saying. They had frozen their paychecks. And the players didn't have any money to get home to their hometowns because they obviously the AAF wasn't. You know, it wasn't raking in a ton of money. Yeah, yeah, the players yeah. were getting paid a lot. Yeah, what an absolute debacle that was, and it before of course made my list of shenanigans. So I've been to um, this this um, so you know the San Diego Fleet were an AAF team, and I've been to Qualcomm or San Diego Credit Union Coliseum or whatever they want to call it these days. Wait, you actually went to a game. You I went to, to I went to an AAF game. game. Yes, I'm I did. I'm talking history right here. Oh yeah, you I are. I never made it. Oh I yeah. Never made it. 
Yeah, so Oklahoma City should have had an AAF team. I think they could have played at Taft Stadium because, you know what, it could have fit all the fans in 6,000 seats or whatever they hold at Taft now. I don't even think it's probably like 5,000, but still, maybe it's 10,000, I don't know. Um, they could easily fit everyone in in a Taft Stadium. I'm just saying, that's for all Oklahoma City listeners so you know. And I went to Qualcomm, and they announced on TV there were 20,000 people at the game I went to. And let me tell you, that is not true. And apparently I had been to Qualcomm before, earlier in my life, when I was much younger, before we left San Diego, um, when I was like six or seven. But when I went back, it's the first time I'd gone back to Qualcomm where I actually was walking around. And I'll tell you what, you know, AAF closing after three weeks and Qualcomm, they were a perfect marriage together because they were both just falling apart at the seams. I mean, you have Qualcomm where the seat, like the metal tag in the seat, you know, that like is there and it's kind of decorative was poking out of the seat and hit me in the back. So I just ripped it off the seat and then left on the ground. You have stuff that's like rusting and everything. It really, I'm surprised. I, I, you know, I was talking to people and I was like, so this place is only like stop having professional football, like an NFL professional football team in 2016. They're like, yeah, like you guys know the TV, like the the video replay we're watching is a square. It's not like a widescreen thing. It's a dead on square. Um, and they they definitely had their cheering section. There were at least 100, maybe 150 people cheering on, rooting for the fleet. You know the whole thing, but. Tell you what, Walter, it was a scene. It was, it was definitely, people were definitely trying to like, oh my gosh, can't believe football's back and a tailgate and all type of stuff. And it was just not, I think it was a good game. I think the fleet won and it was fun hanging out with people, but it was not the product. This story is absolutely wonderful, Calvin. I had no idea that you'd actually gone to an AAF game. This is absolutely oh, you. fantastic you telling me about this. Thank you. What <laughs> thank you, yeah. a league it was. What a league. And now, of course, you got the XFL. So, are they on I your guess, list? It, it, well, it seems the XFL has learned from the mistakes of the AAF and uh, signed a two big networks, ESPN and uh, Fox, to showcase their their sport. So it seems like uh, the XFL, of course, they have the bank behind them, Vince McMahon. Um, seemed like they had actually learned from the mistakes of the AAF. Well, I guess the AAF was on CBS, I believe, so still it on was national on CBS TV. Network, I thought. But yeah, I didn't it think was. It made, yeah. It was just, it was just, it, it was, I think the first week it's like, oh, what is this? And the second week it's going, oh, okay, I know what this is. And the third week it's going, oh, so they're like still playing football? Like, and then the fourth week, oh, they're not here. And I mean, like I, I had a friend or two who worked the AAF. I think it's honestly an awesome idea to be like a developmental league for the NFL just because there's only 53 guys on each team for the NFL and there's so many playing college. But at the same point, you're just not, I, I don't know. It just wasn't done perfectly or something. I don't know. They maybe they should have been the team that had a team in St. Louis or whatever instead of, I mean, San Antonio football. Like, I just didn't. I mean, I know people love football in Texas, but it just, you know, a lot of it seemed odd, is I guess my point. Calvin, they did not show me the money. They did not show you the money. They were not number 30. And at least the the XFL was starting to at least show a little money. Granted, I watched uh, Renegades take on the Houston whatever team and, of course, Landry Jones. Uh, it was a close game. Landry Jones got hurt, and then the backup went through an interception to lose the game for the Renegades. So uh, there's there's that. But well done, <laughs> well done, well done. Um, yeah. All right. So what's what's number what's uh, number three? Okay, we're gonna go back to serious now. We're gonna okay. go with the Houston Astros cheating scandal. Wow, did this fill up a lot of time in the sports world for about a month on? 
So how happy are they right now? Because I've had this discussion before with somebody. Aren't they just going, isn't like every Astros player just, and I, you know, I don't want to make light of the situation we're going through stuff right now and everything. And I'm not, I'm trying to be humorous while I can, but aren't they just going, man, you know what? Like we were going to go into the season, probably hit by like 40 baseballs and you know, each guy was going to get all beat up, whatever. And now all of a sudden there's not gonna be that many games for them to even get hit. You know, I mean, yeah, what are yeah. they in the whole and everything we have going on right now kind of, uh, supplants you know what that what the Astros did it's like we just yeah. want baseball back I don't think people care that much about pegging them anymore I, I definitely agree with you there I think when the season does return um, that no you were you were right on the money that this is definitely the break they didn't necessarily want but it definitely will they will benefit from this yeah, um, but exactly. I was always exactly. I, I was looking forward to going to an MLB game playing the Astros and bringing a trash can to bang to show them what signal was coming I was definitely looking forward to that. I don't know which team I'll go to. I guess maybe when I visit you in Detroit, I'm going to go to a Tigers uh, Astros game. Well, I have a Tigers. Um, they're an AL team, so probably. And I have Tigers yeah, season Tigers. tickets, so come on oh, up. So yeah, there we go. Will you let me bring my trash can? Uh, I will bring one as well. We'll have two. The, the beauty of it is like the owner, the, the, the all the communications between that team are just horrible. From the owner to the player, the owner coming out with that ridiculous press conference saying, uh, well, knowing the pitches isn't going to actually help. What do you mean? Of course, if you know what's going to come, of course it's going to help. Like, that's just the dumbest thing. Like, they were trying, it's just ridiculous. Sometimes these owners think that they can pull a fleece over our head and we're not dumb. And it just amazed me how dumb the Houston Astro ownership and management team thought we were. Just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, the whole, at the end of the day. And, and the whole, don't take my shirt off because I'm wearing a wire, you know, or because I have a bad tattoo. I mean, come on. Right, and then there's, you know, everyone's going, oh, really? And it's like, yeah, I have, yeah, I have a bad tattoo. But, but granted, who's not cheating in baseball these days? Am I right? Yeah, Just so I understand. From- I, I mean, I get the tipping pitches, but, like, once you bring that much technology into the game, that's when I get, like, all right, come on, really? Like, this isn't, this isn't straight-up insight anymore. This is just, you know, I could set up this, I could set up a camera and have an app or whatever, I'm sure, at this point, and, you know, know when someone was stealing bases or whatever, right? Uh, I mean, you went from steroids to putting grease on the ball to uh, learning the pit to, you know, putting a camera in the infield. Why don't you just, I mean, it seems like an easy problem to solve, though. It seems like all you need to do is put a small earpiece in the pitcher's ear and then just give him the pitch. Exactly. Then you don't have to worry. Then you don't have to worry. It seems like a problem that's solved. But of course, baseball and the nostalgia, uh, which is probably what's killing them, is they're afraid to change to adapt their sport. Um, it's just another another sign that they're unwilling to change to old times because they think that uh, their sport there's no problem. Yeah, and they think that the problem is like just the speed of the game only, or it's just you know whatever. When it's hey, we just we just want to. I honestly want to hear MLB players mic'd up. You know, I want to hear what yeah. they're saying. You know. All type of good stuff. So what's 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 next after the Astros? Okay, after the Astros, I have the Shakira halftime show of the Super Bowl, which in my in my expertise was the greatest Super Bowl halftime show in the history of Super Bowl halftime shows. Calvin, did you watch it? I know you did. Yes, I did watch it because you know I did watch it. Yes. Yes, I mean, how awesome is Shakira? I'm absolutely in love with her. She just absolutely killed the halftime show. Took away who won the Super Bowl? 
What was the score of the Super The Bowl? Chiefs even... won. Oh, okay, yeah, the Chiefs won, I guess. <laughs> Who cares? Shakira won the Super Bowl. She needs, to have, she needs her own Super Bowl ring. My gosh. How wonderful was she? That she was very wonderful. That was that was a great great performance by her and Jennifer Lopez. I will not not say anything different than that. Oh, did she perform with J Lo? I forgot J Lo was on the on the on the stage with her because she just outclassed her. Yes, she was <laughs> playing multiple instruments. Calvin dancing, okay, singing all the choreography. Are you kidding me? Wow, what a, what a halftime show! Oh yeah, you're really breaking the talent part of this. Yeah, podcasts yeah, of yeah. Shakira's performance. I agree yeah. on that part for sure, under 10%. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. How about that? Eddie Blake. Yeah, no kidding. I can't, I can't say Can't say you're wrong, Walter. Well, um, okay. what's what's what we got next year? I don't have a story on that one. I just I watched it just <laughs> like you did at my house with a couple of buddies in the Super Bowl in Buffalo Wild Wings. So what you got for the next okay. one? Okay, the next one I have up is UMBC upsetting the number one seed. Wow. Never thought that, that would ever happen, did you? You know, no, because every number one seed we always see plays like some number 16 seed and they beat them by like 30 because the when you have that Florida Gulf Coast team that beats Georgetown like a 15 over two or when you have a Michigan State that's number two that loses or whatever, sometimes those number twos were really, really good and they like played the back end of their season and dropped off or they were really slow at the start, but there's like, there's like a... Number one seeds don't have a significant flaw in my mind. You know, like the all the top four number one seeds don't have a significant flaw. But there's just usually such a drop-off between the top four teams in the country and then you have the, the second group of four. And that second group of four, we've seen 15 seeds be two seeds, but generally it's also the same with the 15 seeds versus 16 seeds, where that 16th seed is like, you know, it's just so, it's just one of the last teams to make the tournament. They have like a conference buy-in and they, they're not really going to have draftable players and all type of stuff. You know, like when Mercer beat Duke, NBA NBA All-Star CJ McCollum was on that team, right? It made more sense. It was like, oh, okay, like they have somebody who's going to play in the league, right? You know, still Duke shouldn't have lost, but it made more sense. The UMBC team, I don't think they have anyone who's playing professional basketball right now. I mean, maybe they do overseas, but not in the Wait, NBA what, or D-League. Was it Le- Lehigh? Lehigh, not Mercer, right? For CJ McCollum? Um, or was that Byron Rock? You know what? I could easily be wrong. Could easily be Leon. Well, it, it just proves your point. It doesn't matter. Right. All these small teams, you can put them in a corner. No, it's just it's it was like you'd see maybe every so often that a 16 seed would be close at halftime, and right. then at the end, at the second quarter, they're like, okay, we're the one seed, and we're going to come win this. Um, and it was it was close um, when it went into halftime of that game, but it wasn't like a, a close upset. UMBC took over the second half and absolutely oh, yeah. dominating the game. It wasn't even it wasn't even close. That was the shocking part of it. It's like not only are we watching history, we're watching a number one seed just get the dog crap beat out of them by this sixteen seed that had no business being in the same gym with them. It was right. absolutely crazy. And there are so many people who've picked Virginia to win the whole thing that year because they played so such such good defense. And it was like you can't lock down the golden um the, excuse me, the Chesapeake Bay Retrievers. I've been reminded of that by the UMBC account, which, by the way, that Twitter account took off and has still been going off since then. <laughs> but <laughs> shout out to whoever's running that UMBC account. Maybe, I think I think I heard the story is that guy left there and then went to go work for the Vegas Golden Knights. But anyways, shout out to that guy. Um, man, the, the, the Chesapeake the Vegas Golden Knights too. Too. Oh yeah. Stanley Cup. Yeah. Right. Um, oh yeah. They I, they've been called the 
Oklahoma City of hockey teams because they're that passionate about their hockey team. Hey, I, I'll take that. That's pretty good. Yeah, but, but you know, it's it's all coming to an end since they're getting the Raiders. So you know, I hope they. I uh, hope the, the Knights enjoyed enjoyed their time because they're all going to be Raiders fans now. See, I I think so, but at the same point, I I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope that it's just going to be because what Raiders have eight to ten home games a year, so. You know, um, you know, maybe some more of those playoffs, but I would think a lot of the Raiders, a lot of the Raiders ticket holders and people coming and going, are not going to be the the people who live in Vegas. I think it's going to be a lot of people just, oh yeah, I'll come see Brady and the Buccaneers play the Raiders or whatever it is, right? Oh yeah, I'll come see, you know, um, an NFC team or an AFC team can play the Raiders. I'll come see Patrick, like like for like a bachelor party, right? You know, if yeah. I invited you, I don't think it'd be out of their own possibilities for me to be like, you know, hey, well, if you want to go see the Chiefs play the Raiders, be like, oh, yeah, man, I'm down. You know, like, that's yeah, just stuff, or the Chargers let's, or let's the Broncos. And, let's go ahead and make that happen now. Yeah, ex- <laughs> exactly. Thanks for the invite. I'm well, taking time off of work right now. might take a little bit of years for me to get there, maybe a year or two. But, um, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, ah. It's. It, I, I don't think a lot of those Raiders fans will like be diehard Raiders fans, I guess my point. They'll definitely have the Raiders Mafia. The Raiders definitely known throughout, but I'd say it'll be like half the stadium will be hardcore Raiders fans. The other half will be somebody who came in for a weekend, you know, yeah. flew into Vegas. Yeah. It's just Vegas is yeah. like the, I don't want to say the touristy spot, but it's definitely like the spot to go, you know. I, f- I feel like there's a lot of retired old people in Vegas that just go, they go to a buffet for breakfast then they go walk the casino floor and start paying, playing penny slots for like five hours. Do you feel like that? I mean, that's kind of how I feel. And I feel yeah. like maybe the Raiders, maybe the Raiders should have like a senior section. In oh, their really? Yeah. That's not and a like, bad idea, honestly. And and like, it's a little section with like park bus benches and checkers and anything that old people like to do. <laughs> it's not a bad idea in my mind at all. Well, um, What's what's the next one we got here? Okay, I'm going to group these three things into one. It's the fighting world. Okay. Um, so I had th- three fights. I had the Khabib Conor McGregor fight, which Khabib ended up winning. Um, the Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz fight, which was one of the biggest upsets in heavyweight boxing history. And then I have the Deontay Wilder Fury Tyson Fury first fight. The first fight, second fight wasn't as good as the first fight. Um, and those three fights I have. So which of those fights do you think was the most impactful? Which one do you think was the... I mean, if I, I, I would say it was Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Um, and then you could also include Anthony Joshua. We're, we're finally, and now Fury, since Fury beat Wilder, everyone was getting extremely excited about the heavyweight division. Uh, that, you know, some of the former glory was brought back, you know, back when Tyson had reunited all the belts now everyone's excited uh fury and joshua is one fight away from being able to have a title unification for the three belts um would be absolutely crazy awesome to see but of course wilder will be fighting fury for a third time uh, which i'm super excited for huge deontay wilder fan uh they will be fighting again it looks like the fight is going to be pushed back to the fall hopefully we can actually stay there uh, but what it what an unbelievable setup it was supposed to be because Anthony Joshua was supposed to be undefeated, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, winner of that supposed to fight Joshua, and then all of a sudden it, here comes Reese, who looks completely out of shape. Right. Like he has no business being 
with this guy that's like a foot taller than him and ends up getting the TKO, which was absolutely unbelievable. Of course, Joshua came back and beat him in the second fight, which we all expect still. Um, it just had that, uh, it had that, uh, ty- uh, that Mike Tyson upset all those years ago. Uh, it just kind of felt like that kind of fight. And, and, and even then, Buster Douglas was still a fighter that looked like he was in great shape. Um, of course, the fight was in Tokyo, which uh, Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson, and, you know, that, that kind of played a factor into the upset. But here, Ruiz looks like he's not even a professional boxer. See, Ruiz, so, like, I, I've compared him before. If, like, Ruiz was just walking down the street, you know, he's not, you would never, you would never go, oh, you know what? That guy's a that guy's a heavyweight champion, you know, of, of yeah. the world or whatever. Um, whereas on the other hand, of course, the guy he fought, Anthony Joshua, it's like, oh yeah, no, that dude definitely is like, you know what I mean? Like just purely off their stances, like their weigh-ins, you know, that weigh-in photo has to be one of the more epic weigh-in photos after you realize what actually happened in the fight yeah. afterwards. Because yeah. it's because I mean I don't I don't, don't want to be mean here, but like if you grew like six inches or something, right? You would probably be taller than Anthony Joshua at that point, but you could just walk up and be like, yep, I'll, you know, we'll just swap you out for Anthony Joshua would look like, you know? Not not to be mean here, Walter, but you're not exactly, yeah. you're not exactly just, you know, ripped out of your mind, you know, every, with a six-pack, so. Uh, now that I'm done with school, I'm working on it, Calvin. I've decided, you know, I'm going to go back to being a ripped guy, you know? Nice, I'm nice. gonna I'm going to grow six inches, too. I've also decided oh, that. Let's, let's do wait. it, man. I got to get you a yeah, D-League no. contract ASAP, yeah. man. D-League. Do you or... want to grow six inches, too? I know uh, that. Hey, dude, I am down. Absolutely yeah, okay. down. There we go. All if all right. of a sudden I went from being 6'1 to 6'7, I think it'd be yeah. great. <laughs> I'm going to mail you some pills. Uh, sounds awesome. I mean, I'll have to crawl up the stairs because I won't be able to stand up straight. And I don't know how I'll wash my stuff in the basement because I already have to duck. But, dude, we'll figure it out. It'll be great. Yeah, we will figure it out. We will figure it out. I mean, so, okay, so the other... The other fight is the McGregor um, versus Khabib one, right? And that's where, like, yeah. McGregor jumps over the freaking wall to go fight some of Khabib's guys, right? Is that my yeah, well, or is that, that, or is it, was, or is it the opposite? It, it was it was leading, well, I is mean, it that Khabib was jumping fight. over? Was, yeah. Khabib, Khabib's guys jumped over and attacked McGregor. But it, it all started when McGregor threw, oh, gosh, what did he throw? He threw something at the Khabib bus, broke the window, and actually hurt some of the fighters in there. Um, yeah. So that was leading up to the fight. After the, the fight, McGregor, who admitted that he'd been partying too much and he hadn't prepared himself the way he should have, um, after the fight, he's just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, Khabib's guys jump the fence and start jumping him, um, which was absolutely crazy. Khabib had just—it it would have been higher up on my list, but Khabib just completely dominated the fight from start to finish. There was no chance that McGregor was going to win this fight. Um, and then it, McGregor ended up submitting, I think, in the second or third round. Just really, you could tell that McGregor's heart wasn't in it, and which was really sad. And then just at the end, whenever his, the Khabib's guys jumped the fence to attack McGregor, it was just even more crazy. And uh, just a fight, you wouldn't, you would, you were going to hope that it at least went the distance, and then you were going to hope that it didn't end the way it did. You know. So, so I guess but of, Connor, of all of Connor it, has, yeah. Connor has come back. Cowboy Cerrone in what twenty seconds, fourteen yeah, seconds. It was, that. it was so quick, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 got it. You know, that's one of those guys where he when he wants to win, he usually does. Yeah, and I know people want Khabib McGregor too. I know that's what they want. Yeah. But Jorge Masvidal McGregor fight would be absolutely 
awesome to watch as well. And I'm hoping that fight will happen as well. Okay. Now, I'm, I think that'd be awesome. I want to see McGregor win and then have K- McGregor Khabib too, but we'll see. You know, it's possible. Yeah. 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 It's possible for sure. Um, any, any, uh, couple more here? Or? Okay. Yeah. I'll, these will be very quick. Well, I mean, so, I mean, I mean, I, 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 I know you, yeah, I know you got, I know you got stuff to do. So, yeah. You know. Really quick. Okay. Number, whatever, whatever I'm on my list. Right. I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Tiger King. No. This is when you'll you'll put the sound of the tiger going rawr in the background. I know no, you didn't. It. You didn't. No. So you told me how to come up with an Oklahoma event. That's what I came up with. Tiger King. What this is? This is not sports have, have related seen, whatsoever. Have you seen? Of course, it's sports related. Have you not seen? I mean, the tigers do tricks. That's pretty sporty. Have you seen it, Calvin? Have you seen I've definitely King? seen the very first episode. I have not oh, watched okay. anything well, after the very first leave. episode. Okay, we will end this. And then you will go watch the rest of the six episodes. Maybe Phenomenal. I'll watch it tonight. But I, dude, I have been trying to tell my coworkers, like, hey, I'm from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I am not from Tiger King, Oklahoma. I just want to make uh, sure yeah. they're all aware. Winniewood. I mean, there, yeah, yeah no, there, I, there are enough people who know me outside of Oklahoma now who I'm like, nah, dude, like, got to tell, you know, got to tell the San Diego people, the Detroit people, and the Dallas people, especially, like, hey, that's, nope, I don't know. I don't know that part of Oklahoma. That's not, you know. What, aren't they over by Shady 580 and Lawton anyways? Uh, you know, I'm not 100%. Never been there. Uh, I'm not going nope. anytime soon. You know, it's one of those stories that you're like at the end, you expect them to say, oh, yeah, this place is shut down. The place is still open. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> not that only is, that, that is true. opening a new place. They're still open. Are you kidding me? That is true. You would expect it to be one of those things where at the end of it they go – Duda, da da da. This place has been closed. The government, you know, or you know, like they have like a like an end scene. I haven't seen it all, so I'm not for sure. But like an end scene of this is where so and so is now. This is where so and so is now. This is where so and so did after Tiger King closed, you know, and all type of stuff, right? And so it's yeah. But Carol Baskin's still going. I know that name real well. Whoa, 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 whoa! Time out. Don't say that name. We don't want any lawsuits here, Kevin. Do not oh. say that name. Okay. No, I'm just, I mean, I'm just, 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 just go to OJ Simpson's Twitter. Go for that for the information that he has provided about her. I'm what? not saying anything oh. else. We don't, we don't, okay. don't want to say anything. Hey, Calvin, she knows, she knows things. She knows how to do things. Don't do this. What you got next, Walter? What you got don't next? Well, well, yeah, Walter, okay. what you got next here? Okay. Okay. Last one is in Oklahoma as well. It's Oklahoma related. And that is the Blake Griffin roast of Caitlyn Jenner beautiful wait and there we go those are my sports moments wait say that again that? i don't think we're all the, the blake griffin roast of caitlin jenner have you not seen it yes okay 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 it. no i've yes. seen i've seen it yes. i know what you're talking it's about a, yeah yes beautiful he's a comedian who knew comedian basketball player athlete you know i did what ask you to put them? together seven or more sports things i know we're at more than seven now so it doesn't matter but you came out with two things that are very... I mean, Blake Griffin, yes, plays basketball. Yes, is from Oklahoma. Yes, went to the University of Oklahoma or OU, however they want to say it, whichever day of the week. But, you know, like, it's... It was it was a great roast. I am not saying it was not. It, Blake Griffin, did, like, he did. Blake Griffin is... Blake Griffin's one of those guys where I think if he hosted SNL, it would be really funny. Not just sports funny. Right, I like, think he has hosted us now, has he? Has, I don't Not, think so. I, don't I maybe he I don't has, know. but it's yeah. I don't know. In my mind, it'd be you know how like some guys are just very sports funny, right? 
Like yeah. like Tiger Woods. He's very, very Peyton sports Manning. funny. Peyton Manning. Very, very sports fanning. Yeah. Uh, funny. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt, yeah. Yeah, sports funny. funny. Blake Griffin's just above that now. It's not yeah, like Blake oh, Griffin yeah, doesn't I have agree. to have a doesn't have to have one of the SNL skits be where he's interacting with basketball. You know, he doesn't have to have that in his episode or whatever of SNL. He can just straight up just be sports funny, and it can just be yeah. it can be great. You know, yeah, I know. And, and you know, Calvin, if you have some criticism of my list, you can bring it up to our alma mater high school that we went to, which supported my creativity. The class in School of Advanced class, Studies comments. They did, they never said, Walter, this is a stupid or crazy idea. They said, Walter, that's creative. You know, you know, our high school doesn't exist anymore? It does exist. I mean, it's still school. a building, but now it's converted to a middle school, okay. and then okay. there's another high school that's somewhere else. Okay, uh, but seriously, though, back, back to my list, which I think is a phenomenal list. We had some sports. The only thing that really wasn't sports I mean, no. was yeah, 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 Tiger right. King. Um, Shakira, Blake Griffin. Oh, and of course the AAF, because that's not really sports, is it? It's like NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was never sports. Man, I know some people who are we're trying try, to listen to this. And talking about it, and I, can't gonna... believe, I can't believe that you actually went to a game. Unbelievable. I, I'm so. Jealous. I went to a game. It was fine. There was beer there. It was fine. But that was it. It was just. It. It was not an exciting. Also, I will say this. The AAF versus the XFL, like, jerseys. Like, I don't know what the XFL is just doing better. But, man, I am, like, all the way Team Viper, you know. And for the XFL. I, who's your XFL team? Isn't that Corndog? Doesn't Corndog play for the Vipers? Oh, wait. Is that uh, why? Wait, does the, wait, the only OSU guy who plays the XFL plays for the Vipers? I wonder why you think I'm a fan of them. Am I not? Oh, wow. wait. Wait, you think that correlates at all? Why would you a fan not- of that team? Not only, not only in this episode did I discover why you moved to Detroit, I also figured out why your XFL team is your favorite. I'm going with the Renegades because of Bobby Stoops. Do you want to know something really funny, though? Is that Taylor Cornelius tweeted out, Welcome to Tampa Bay at TB12. And then the Vipers tweeted wow. out, the Vipers tweeted out, The current starting quarterback of the Tampa Bay football team welcomes the other starting quarterback of another <laughs> Tampa Bay football team to the city. And I'm going, wow. man, we are we are putting a lot on the XFL right now. I know they're on ESPN, T- and they're, the, the XFL accounts are awesome, by the way, too. But, like, T- TC's laughing. on that TB level. How about that? It was like, it was like TC4X TB12, you know, and it was just. This is wonderful. A- absolutely this is magnificent of, of a tweet. It was, it was phenomenal, I will say. It was, it was great. Well, Calvin, I hope you enjoyed my list. Walter, you know what? I thoroughly enjoyed your list. It had just enough creativity and complexity. Oh, that's the word I like to hear. Energetic and um, atmospheric and energizing. And I could just really keep going up with words I'm making up. It's off my head. But, Walter, it was a great list. I think your voice sounded great over the podcast here today. Um, Well, you know what's helped my voice? Is the fact that we're quarantined and I'm a social drinker, so I have not been able to have a drink, and that's healed my voice up quite nicely. Oh, well, that's that's good. We gotta have a happy hour oh, then. We gotta get everyone all together yeah, on a happy know, hour, uh, you know? I know. I we know. could do Zoom. Well, I hear Zoom's yeah. a thing. We could all just do a happy hour. Yeah, yeah, we should. We should definitely do that. Well, uh, Walter, thanks so much for joining. 
the I, I'm not sure how the episodes will be numbered here necessarily, but you will be one of the la one of the three episodes leading up to episode number 100. Wow, what you might honor. be episode 100, you might be episode 98 or 99. But Walter, thank you so much for joining. Please follow at Walter A350 on Twitter if you're not already to hear more of Walter's insanely great thoughts and ideas and creative the knowledge. Uh, and please follow at the CJ Tour on Twitter and Instagram as well. Walter, any final thoughts? I love you, Calvin. Love you too, Walter. It's been great. All right. Talk to you soon. Talk to you.